Hi, this is Ellis Marcellus, and you're listening to Victor Goins, Trisha Butte, Maggie Kerner, Idris Mohammed, Carolyn Raleigh, Bradford Marcellus. Coming to you from the studios at WWOZ FM, this is a WWOZ podcast. This is your girl Nita on the Thursday edition of the New Orleans Music Show, and I have two very special guests in the studio with me today. Hey, stepped up to the mic, Mr. George Porter Jr. and his daughter. Katrina Porter. Katrina Porter. It is so great to have you both here in the studio with me today. And you're here to talk about an important event that's coming up this Saturday. Yes. Karen's Proton Blast, um, Saturday uh, Saturday afternoon at 4 p.m. at the Howling Wolf. Okay. And what is the uh, cause of the, what is the uh, purpose behind the event this Saturday? Local musician Brian Graber's uh, local trumpeter, his wife Karen Graber has um, brain cancer, mm. and she needs to receive these therapies uh, to help with the save the good cells sure. in her brain, so that she can you know continue to be with us much longer. Mm-hmm. Um, the therapy is desperately needed, and um, we are glad to, to to say that she has already started the therapy, mm-hmm. thanks to the fundraising that has happened thus far. Right. And um, so we just need to continue to get some funds for her so that she, they can finish the therapy. She has to take 30 treatments. Oh, that sounds like um, a lot. Down in Texas, yes. So we need to make sure that Karen gets healthy. Okay. And um, I'm assuming this is something that her insurance just doesn't cover. Is that is Correct. that a fact? Yeah, Correct. that's unfortunate. She was denied um, insurance coverage for this particular um, procedure, which is absolutely necessary to um, for her to maintain her quality of life. Correct. Okay. Correct. And it looks like Karen has a lot of friends and supporters out there because this is a great lineup of musicians that are coming out to support her. Yes. Um, of course, we got George Porter Jr. and Running Partners. We also have Tab Benoit. Uh, the guys in Bonarama are coming out. That's a great act. And uh, I'm just going to name the rest of them, if you don't mind. Sure. Um, Dave Ferrato and Chapazine, Funk Monkey, The Boogeyman, John Mahoney Big Band, Dave Jordan Band, and Don Vappi and the Creole Jazz Serenaders and many more. Certainly, all this music gets played on WWOZ. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. Yeah. Every one of these guys um, have, have been, um, you know, OZ has been playing music from these guys for, for these well guys like like Don Vappi and um, he's been around as long as I've been you know right and, you know so and his his music has, has been up up there you know um, we've always been you know lucky a lucky bunch of guys to be able to have an OZ in our backyard you know right because not every uh, city has a, no, has a station no. like OZ there's, that's for sure there's no nowhere else on the planet like that I, I don't I don't, you know, I may be wrong, but I, I'm willing to say that there is no other OZ on the planet. That's right. <laughs> so, um, and there are tons of other players as well. There, yes, yeah, there's many uh, more. Uh, uh, um, you know, there's single artists. You know that are coming in and, and are going to, you know, doing the, the running partner set. Well, we, you know, there'll be John Vodakovich coming. We we having almost all of the original. Um, 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 Trump the horn players from the running partners bands, um, Tracy Griffin, Jeff Albert, um, well, Brian Graber's going to also play with us. Um, then Stanton Morris says he's coming out. And, um, Great. Billy and Ayuso. Billy Ayuso. And Mayumi, she's a percussionist, mm-hmm. and she's coming out. And, um, you know, so it's going to be a wonderful evening. And, you know, the last, the last, say, 90 minutes of the evening is going to be you know, open. You I know. can only imagine. True what this, funkiness. Yeah. <laughs> Spontaneous. <laughs> 
Yeah, so um, you've been playing with Tab Benoit off and on for many years, haven't you? You've done a lot of collaborating we, and we all were, that. We were doing, you know, the first time I played with Tab was, I believe, it was, um, it was a Johnny Vodakovich trio gig. Mm-hmm. And, um, Up at the Maple Leaf? At, at, no, no, I think it, I think it actually was um, uh, was across the river, the um, old Point Bar. Oh, okay. The first time I played with Tab. And, um, and oh, did, did that go there? <laughs> Sorry. That's okay. <laughs> and make it funky, baby. <laughs> uh, and um, and uh, yeah, and it was it was fun. And, and uh, when we um, so we done quite a few after that. Maybe about four or five, and then mm-hmm. it came around to right after Katrina that um, that um, that Tabs people contacted us about. Well, actually, right just before Katrina. We um, went in the studio with Tab, Dr. John mm-hmm. Anders, Anders um, yeah. and Wailing, and um, and Johnny Sanson, Cyril, and um, Dr. John. I think I said his name already. Yeah, that's okay. But uh, but you know, and did uh, was doing a recording that was going to be entitled "The Voices of the Wetland." Mm-hmm. Well, it is did it, the, is, it, it is yeah. entitled that, and um, and in the, the record, the whole the record, idea of the recording was to bring awareness to the plight of the, the wetlands. Right. And um and 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 before we before the chance for the record to be released, you know, it, um in fact the record camp got came out a week after Katrina hit New Orleans. Wow. It it, it blew it blew my mind this fact and 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 um Ruben called me up. We I came into the city. We had um, gotten started playing at the Maple Leaf uh, uh, um, the trio gig mm-hmm. back up the Maple Leaf. The Maple Leaf probably was one of the first bars in the city that popped open their doors and said, we ain't stopping, you know. Right. That's and, why I um, hear the rebuilding Oak Street one yeah. drink at a time. Right. <laughs> <laughs> and um, and I, I came up and played a set there with Johnny and June Yamaguchi. Mm-hmm. And Ruben brought me the CD of the Voices of the Wetlands. And on my way home, you know, because I was driving back to the country, um, you know, because we had to be out of the city by midnight sure. or something like that, and driving back to the driving back to Darrell, um, I, you know, I was listening to the CD in the van. I had to pull over. I it thought just, it was it just, eerie. It broke me down. It's just like, wow, man, this yeah. is, it just blew my mind because the stuff that was being said on the CD just happened to us, right? You know, and we and started, it had been being yeah, said for years said for before, years, before you know, it's on the know. recording, and then just wow. but see, it was it's a trip. So yeah, Tab and I goes back a long way. In fact. Um, Sunday after the show, well, um, after the show Sunday morning, I'm driving up to um to to the to the boathouse up in Homer. Oh, and nice! Hang out a couple of days and do some songwriting with Tab. It's gonna be looking. I thought you were gonna to say that. fishing. <laughs> no, 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 maybe I, a little I'm, of that I'm too. I'm no good at fishing. You're not a fisherman. Okay, that's <laughs> I, all right. It's not me. I mean, I can hold a pole, but nobody wants to get on it. Right. <laughs> If you're just joining us, that was a safe one. <laughs> if you're just joining us, you're uh, in tune to radio station WWOZ FM New Orleans. This is your girl Nita on the New Orleans Music Show, sitting here with George Porter Jr. and his lovely daughter Katrina, and uh, they're here to talk about an event this Saturday night, August 30th, at the Howlin' Wolf, and that's going to feature Tab Benoit, George Porter Jr. and his running partners. Bonorama and many more and we're going to come back and talk a little bit more about that but right now we're going to hear uh, from George Porter Jr.'s CD called It's Life. It's a song that George wrote with Leslie Smith and 
WWOZ's own David Torkinowski. Yeah, it's a great story. To <laughs> yeah, and you said that. I want to hear what's the story behind this tune that well, that you like so much. When when David and I was tracking this song, um, we wanted, um, you know, we wanted to. Um, what David said, man, I wish Earl was here. You know, meaning you know, Earl, King. Earl King. Earl King, speaking of Earl, because man, he said, but Earl, Earl, Earl could play a great solo on this, and um, and uh, I said, yeah, man, that sure is. And he said, well, maybe we can get one of the solos, you know, because David and I had been doing the last three albums with De- with Earl at Blacktop mm-hmm. Records. He said, maybe we can get you know one of the solos that he's not that, that didn't get used on us on 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 the on on recordings. And said, "Whoa, what a great idea!" So we went to the record label. I won't call names. <laughs> and, uh, and, uh, and it was such a huge label. Who would know? You know? <laughs> who know who you're talking about? And, and, uh, um, and we, the request was put in to to, um, to to get one of Earl's um, um, solos that wasn't used on the record on the mm-hmm. recording because in Pro Tools you can take a solo from anywhere sure. in the planet and fit it right into right. A, cut a, a and paste. Song. And, um, <laughs> And and um, so that was a great thought we had, and ended up that the record label told us that um, though we couldn't use any of Earl's solos because they couldn't get his permission, mm, and yeah. you know, being though he had been dead for a year, so they figured yeah, t- <laughs> kind of hard to get a signature at that yeah, point. Right. So, so they said, oh, who is going to be mad? But you know, said, so it ended up me playing. I played the solo. I did the solo on bass. I'm sure you did a fine job. It was all right. <laughs> Earl would have done a greater job. Well, well. <laughs> We'll never know. (laughs) But this is a song called The Blues I Love, and it's from George Porter Jr.'s CD called It's Life. This is something that came out back in 2007, and we're going to listen to this track right now. All right. You're in tune to radio station WWOZ FM New Orleans. This is your girl Nita on the Thursday edition of the New Orleans Music Show. And we just heard music from George Porter Jr. from his CD called That's Life. That was a tune called The Blues I Love. And I am a very fortunate lady here today because I've got George Porter Jr. and his beautiful daughter Katrina in the Thank studio you. with me right now. <laughs> <laughs> this instant. And uh, we've been having a good time up here talking about all kinds of things, but the main reason they're up here is to talk about this benefit. They're called the Proton Blast, and it's a benefit for Karen Graver's brain cancer treatment. It's going on this Saturday night at the Holland Wolf. It's located at 907 South Peter Street right here in New Orleans. Uh, the door's open for 3. The show starts around 4. And promptly got, at 4. Well, promptly is not a word we hear in New Orleans very often. <laughs> we usually hear ish, ish, 4-ish, but this is promptly this is 4 promptly. o'clock. First band hits the stage. There you go. Yes. And some of the bands included are Don Vappy and the Creole Jazz Serenaders, the Dave Jordan Band, the John Mahoney Big Band, the Boogeyman, Funk Monkey, Dave Ferrato and Chapazine, which is a great name. I like that. And Bonorama, George Porter Jr. and Rudden Partners, and Tab Benoit. So this yes. is like practically a gala. Yes. And it's, you know, it's this, this, uh, Brian posted a message yesterday that really touched me. He and Karen have been great fans of Tab Benoit, mm-hmm. and they've never met him. And for Tab to say yes to come and help out with this, um, and to give his talent, you know, to help raise funds for Brian and Karen really touched their heart. And they're just looking so forward to just, you know, saying thank you to him and personally meeting him. And we want to say thank you to, to all the musicians that have stepped up. I mean, they have really, I don't think 
within 20 minutes of, you know, me saying, hey, we're going to try and do this, you know, I called my dad and said, we're going to do something. He was like, well, yeah, we need to call our friends. I want to do this the right way. We're going to do it. Let's do it right. And within a half an hour, we had nine bands there you go. already signed up. So we had to actually turn away some bands because wow. we just didn't have enough time in the day to get right. everybody in. I hope you don't mind real quick if I shift the focus back on George Porter Jr. Because it's such a rare treat yes. to have him up here. And I mean... <laughs> It would be it would be really easy to uh, more easy to list who you haven't worked with than who you have worked with. I think that's a, who you haven't worked with yeah, is a shorter li- list. The, the list is shorter. <laughs> but we'll just stick to the New Orleans artists since this is the New Orleans music Absolutely, show. Yeah. And I just wondered if I could throw a couple of names out there and you just give me a quick little like quick story. <laughs> <laughs> so what was it like to work with Johnny Adams? Oh, Johnny was cool. You know, he was um, he was always. You know, he's so he's so um, how you say that musically charismatic. You know, so you know he's he has a great way of getting. Uh, uh, he can sing parts that he wants things how he wants stuff to be heard, mm-hmm. how he wants you to feel things. You know, uh, he was. I always loved him working. I didn't get to work with Johnny as much as I did with most of the other guys, but yeah. I, the few I did, I think I did one record. Where, well, maybe I'm on a, a couple of tracks on a record that he. Did. I think you're on some of those Senator Jones things, if I'm not mistaken, and then maybe a couple of the, um, the rounders yes, as well. Yes, you're on Man of My Word. Yeah, yes. yeah, that was the one. I think you're on that the full album. See, not go by what you said because I've been listening to you talk, you know, and you know who you're talking about. <laughs> <laughs> you're talking uh, about Hungry in there, man. I, you know, ain't nobody don't even saying those names around you. Well, that's what WWOZ is here for, right? Yeah. It's their jazz and heritage and, station, and, and, so and we got to edu- keep that alive. Education, right? <laughs> Teach us. All right, and uh, one more, like Lee Dorsey. What was it like to work with Lee Dorsey? Oh, well, you know, when actually we didn't, when we were doing the Lee Dorsey sessions with Alan, we did not work with Lee. Lee wasn't rarely, if ever, in the studio. So with he us. would just come in and lay down his he vocals would come separately. In, he would come in and lay his vocals down later. Um, you know, we we were doing the track. We would track with Alan, and um, and and you know, we were. In those early days, you know, we knew that there were some of these songs were earmarked for for um, Lee Dorsey, but mm-hmm. there was there were some of the songs was earmarked for Betty Harris and Lou Johnson. You know, they went kind of different. You know, it's just we would just go in and just like Alan would just at one particular session ses- at setting, you know, just kind of empty the empty the brain well and just get a bunch of music on tape, you know. So you didn't even know what the lyrics were going to be when you were laying down Correct, some of those yes, tracks, right. and so you would hear them later and be like. I know that riff. Yeah, I know that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I know that music. Yeah. Wow, and uh, Snooks Eaglin, you were with Snooks for years. I know you played many, many gigs with Snooks all the way up to the end of his life. Yeah, we, well, we and Snooks have such we had such a, 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 a love hate relationship. <laughs> <laughs> I caught a couple of gigs at the Rock and Bowl where it looked like he was yelling at you, but oh, yeah. you didn't really think, like, how could he be yelling at George? He was, he was, <laughs> Snooks used to give me a grief, give me grief all the time, but you know it was, but it was like, it was always. I mean, with Snooks again, you know, it was, it's, it's you, you never, you know, you never, you, you never knew what you were going to play. Mm-hmm. You know, you just show up 
and, and and he would say, pay attention and you'll learn something. And he's a human and, jukebox. And that's it. And that's the way it was. Right. You know, I mean, most of the music that I learned with Snooks, I learned right there on right. stage at the time. With him calling you out know? the chord changes yeah, and stuff. There's, there's, there's a video out there of, of, of Snooks playing a Ray Charles song that I never, ever heard before in my life. Only heard it that one time with Snooks. Right. And Snooks called... And usually I can I can hear the, the the formula once it go through it one time. Right. But he called the changes to the song the whole video the whole day. It's just like a whole two and a half minutes. He's calling the changes. And I'm worried. I keep on saying, I got it. I got it. <laughs> <laughs> so um, one more question. Um, what do you listen to in your spare time when you're not making your own music or working with? On uh, with others on their music, what do you listen to? Say like on a Saturday night. These days, these days, um, I I kind of I kind of tend to um, listen to um, you know music that's non-modal. You know, it's like stuff that, that's not necessary music. You know, but it's it's music because it sounds. Mm-hmm. You know, but I, I like earth sounds. I like you know uh, uh, environmental sounds. Mm-hmm. You know, like the rain and and the oceans and sounds like that. Cause I mean I can I can tend to relax you know when I'm when I listen to music I'm listening to music to shut me down. Right. You know? And he likes country music. Uh, 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 Do so. you really? <laughs> Ooh, <laughs> Katrina just outed her daddy on radio. <laughs> Ooh, George Twang Porter. <laughs> well, what's it like to work with Brian Graver? Oh well, you know. Brian, Brian was like, um, I want to say he was the second, um, well, actually, Brian was the second, yeah, he was the second tenor player slash trumpet player to rejoin the running partners band back, um, you know, as well, I believe when Alonzo left the group, Brian came in as a tenor player. But the running partner started out as a trio, right? You didn't even the have any The original band was a trio yeah. without horns. The, uh, the, the next version of the band had um, one horn, Alonzo Bourne's on tenor saxophone. And He's a Tracy, great band director now. Yeah and, then, yeah. yeah, and then Tracy Griffin came into the band on trumpet. Then Alonzo left, and Brian Graber came in on, 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 on um, tenor. Mm-hmm. And he came in on tenor and alto, or tenor and a soprano. And then um, the band went up from being six pieces to seven pieces. We added a third, a third uh, a horn, which was a trombone player. That player was Mark Mullins. It's practically a brass band at that point. Yeah, <laughs> well, the band kept getting bigger. And uh, and at some point, it was it was it eventually wound it up being a four piece horn section mm-hmm. with um, with Lance Ellis came in on tenor saxophone. Mm-hmm. At that point, Brian moved from 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 tenor to alto. Um, to the, to um, to soprano and trumpet, Tracy Griffin on trumpet and flugelhorn, and then and Mark Mullins on trombone. Mm-hmm. That's when we did the album "Things That Would It Used to Be." That's what that that's that's the, the poor, they call the themselves the poor four horns. Poor four. And uh, and then from there, it, then I think it went up. It went back down again mm-hmm. to um to 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 the seven piece band to three horns. And then, um, then Alan Toussaint kind of, Alan and Harry Connick Jr. kind of gutted my horn section by taking, you know, t- taking right. Tracy and Mark. Mark went with, with Harry and, mm-hmm. and, and Tracy, and Tracy went with Toussaint. Mm-hmm. So then at that point, you know, I didn't have, you know, I didn't have players that I wanted to, to make, you know, because, 
you know, the guys who were the head writers in, in the horn section was, was Tracy and, and, and Mark. But then you met Brian. But, but, you know, but Brian was there, but at the same time, he, was, you know, he, was, he wasn't one of the lead writers mm-hmm. or, or one of those guys. But he was always a wonderful player, and he's, he's got great energy. You know? mm-hmm. and, and he's a, he's a, he's a good songwriter, too, because I, um, I think we recorded one of, uh, one of his songs with, um, with the Running Partners band. Um, well, maybe those other cats had to leave so he could shine a little bit. Yeah, yeah right. oh, that's true. Yeah. <laughs> he got to shine for a while before, before, the, before the horns totally went away and it, it became a two-keyboard band. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, well, that's why we're here. Um, got in trouble with my wife about that. Oh yeah. You know, she didn't. She didn't. She didn't like the keyboard band as much as she. She, she loved her horns. Yeah, you know, I, and, I. I. love the horns myself. Yeah. I always. People always say, "Well, what kind of music do you do?" And I'm like, "Well, it's the New Orleans music show." So, <laughs> yeah. But it is mostly horn driven. It's yeah. horn and rhythm driven, definitely. Yeah. So I, I know where your wife's coming from. <laughs> <laughs> so this Saturday night, August 30th, 2014, at the Howland Wolf, located at 907 South Peter Street. Um, Tab Benoit, George Porter Jr., and his running partners, Bonarama, and a host of others will be doing the Proton Blast benefit for Karen Brainer, Graber's brain cancer treatment. And we hope that you'll all be able to come out. And right now we have something queued up. Um, ah, where did we go? We, we were talking we, about so Earl we King. Dance out, we can dance out the studio on this one. That's right. Oh, yeah, you want to play the Snooks first? Uh, okay. Well, we've got some Snooks Eagle lined up here. And again, this is radio station WWOZ FM New Orleans. George Porter Jr., Katrina Porter, thank you so much for joining Who us. Who dad today. for Karen? That's right. Yeah, you're right. All right. Thanks for listening.